Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, interestingly, tonight, this film set in Indonesia, but was pretty much filmed in Queensland. Mm. Looking here at the filming locations, um, you'd be interested to know where they filmed one place. One of your favourite places in the whole entire world, Carrara Markets. Carrara Markets. <laughs> Good old Carrara Markets. Do you want to explain that or we'll just leave that? So... <laughs> It's just a local cinema ad that we used to see very often about the Carrara Markets, and that was their jingle. Carrara Markets. It worked, didn't it? We went one day. We had to. It was literally quite good. Like It was good. Probably one of the best markets I've been to. And it was good enough for George and Julia, so that's good, isn't it? Hello there. This is I Only Like You and Movies. My name's Lonnie. How are you doing, Sine? Hi, I'm welcome to you. Do you feel reinvigorated by seeing a honest to god good rom com? Um No. Mm. I don't think I feel reinvigorated, but it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> what was fine? So now what's the film today? The film is called Ticket to Paradise and stars Julia Roberts and George Clooney and essentially they're a divorced couple their daughter's getting married in Bali and they sort of have to overcome their differences initially they try to like um ruin the wedding call it off because they don't think she should marry the guy that she's marrying and then eventually they get together and it's a fun time you can sell it a short there someday it's actually great good to see some movie stars it's good to see them having a great time the story like you get everything from the trailer and I, and going in i was like well, i saw the trailer a bunch of times i was like oh do i need this i know every beat's going to happen also george and julia have been there done that a friend dragged me along to see it and i had a great time with it i think it was just a really nice good movie i think there's two approaches you can take with this movie Mm-hmm. there's your camp which is just go watch them have a nice time don't think about it too hard just enjoy the acting which I totally like am on board with a little bit but I think I'm more firmly in the camp of let's break down that this movie didn't really make any sense you you go to this movie to see Julia and George you don't go to this movie for the plot or to see the other actors or for the ending, which we will talk about, you go to see two actors killing it, right? Are you saying you couldn't turn off your analytical brain? I I can't, ever. Mm. Okay, what are are your critical points then for this film? Okay, critical points. Um, The first thing, the daughter says, I belong here. 
towards the end. You know, they try to call off the wedding, try to get her back home. And she's like, I belong here. We never see any of that. We have a short scene of her interacting with her fiance's family. But then the only time we see her actually interacting with the community is when she's at the markets with her mum and they have to haggle and she sort of rolls her eyes and says, you know, just go along with it. Which, like, I don't see any of the belonging of you in this place. I don't see this, like, spiritual awakening you're supposed to be having. I don't understand what connects you to this place apart from the person that you've fallen in love with. It just sort of felt very heavy-handed to me. She's walking like she's a local after being there for three months. Less than that, is it? Like six weeks or something? Yeah. (laughs) It was more just that we never see her Mm, integrate into the culture. No, not at all. Um, can we talk about the ending? We'll, we'll jump right to it, yeah. This whole thing, right, everybody, is they're like, oh, we still love each other, George and Julia. We still love each other even though it didn't work out. And George is like, I still have that land, that lake house I was going to build because I couldn't bring myself to sell it. And, you know someone with a thought in their brain would go, all right, so the the solution here is for him to build the lake house, right, and surprise her with it. That's sort of the whole thing. No, guess what they do? They stay in Bali (laughs) after having no desire to stay. They jump off the boat together and they're like, let's stay in Bali. That's not your story. That's not how your story ends. It's your daughter's story. Furthermore, you're getting married in Bali, right, and you said this emotional goodbye to your parents and it's like, Psych, they're staying forever. Don't do that. That's not what you want. You don't want your parents staying in your magical island after you've decided that you want, like, a sea change. No. No, 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 Yeah, you, you just got married. It was quite tumultuous, but eventually it's all okay. You're waving your parents goodbye. Okay, I can start my life now. You turn around. Mm-hmm. They're like, hi, honey, we're here. We're going to stay with you. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, like it's a fine ending if you don't think about it too much and you just keep the, the freeze frame. And That's I, what I keep thinking about. This movie is fine if you don't think about it too much. <laughs> well, there's your quote for the, the next week on Twitter. <laughs> um, I, I just, I, I agree with you. It wasn't their story to stay in Bali. No. Their story was to go there and find out they still loved each other and they had to give another shot. Mm-hmm. And that was back at the lake house, which they keep talking about, which I thought was really, I thought that was a great monologue from him talking about the lake house. It was beautiful. It was really well done. But it feels like it's undercut if they don't go to the lake house and they stay in Bali. The one thing I might say is that they want to be a family together and so they want to be close to their daughter and their new son-in-law. But he had that whole moment with her where he's like, I know I need to let you go and you're old enough now to make your own decisions. And mm. release you into the world. Like, mm. I don't know. It doesn't really fit with everything else. I, I, my only thing is, like, you know, when you're making a rom com, you want to pe- leave people with a big smile on their face. And so when you see the two movie stars jumping into the water and they're going to stay in the cool place, you're like, oh, okay, that's fun. And you walk out smiling. If they walk, if they leave the, the movie waving goodbye to their daughter and it's kind of saying goodbye. And then they're just, we're not sure what their journey takes place when they're on the boat. That's less of a crowd pleaser, maybe. Is that, is that the thinking you think from the, perhaps from the studio? 
Yeah. I think the brief for this movie was give it the lightest touch possible. Mm. And sure. perhaps any, like, I don't know, desire to delve deep into some actual problems was thrown out in favour of Hollywood endings. Yeah. You know? It would have been interesting, I think, a different movie if they're looking back at their daughter waving and she's happy on the beach and they, like, smile and hold each other's hand, but then they're a bit like the graduate, like, should we be together? Or are we just taken, we just swept up I in like the emotion. That. Yeah. Because they're in a beautiful place. And they even mentioned yeah. that in the film. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it's just the scenery that's making us feel this way because it's, mm. you know, so magical and wonderful. Yeah. But it's not that sort of film, is it? But that would have been a bit deeper. Were there copious amounts of reshoots for this film? <laughs> what do you mean? The green screen George is writing at his little desk and there's a horrible green screen <laughs> that just looks ridiculous well the thing is as you mentioned up top they filmed in Queensland here in Australia mm-hmm. rather than in Indonesia I think there were some shots in Indonesia but they sort of you know like the b-roll sort of stuff mm. was this also a COVID baby yes it was filmed between November and February of 2021-2022 and, mm. and we had some COVID well, pretty good in Australia for the most part. And during COVID, we had some lockdowns at various points and they got affected by it. Mm. Um, it's another thing, we've had a few films recently or a few um, podcast episodes about film and TV about holiday destination stories. Mm-hmm. you got to think that's a COVID um, implication as well. Hey, yeah, probably. people are stuck at home, they can't travel, and so they want to watch something. Or you know, that's the thinking, I guess, is that they'll want to experience a holiday fire the yeah. yeah and so yeah things like white lotus and the resort now this not to, not to say that holiday films aren't haven't been a thing for a long time but that's part of it i think anyway i think maybe some of that 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 green screen you're talking about was maybe filming in queensland but they've thrown a, a shot they they filmed later in indonesia behind him okay mm. that's interesting yeah, there was a concern here in Queensland, though. I remember when this came out, they were like, the film's set in Indonesia and everyone's going to go to Bali and they want to go see the places that this film is sort of advertising, you know, touristy sort of wise. But actually, the film in Queensland, they want to come to Queensland to look at our national parks and our beaches and our car mm. markets, you know? Yeah. But they're not going to. Well, that's, that's the concern. I don't know. Mm. Now, the rest of the cast is pretty good, too. Uh, Caitlin Deaver is, is one of the great up-and-coming actors yeah she was great she she's was great yeah and she's like a bit of a thankless role she's the sort of one who's stuck in the middle and has to yeah you know george and julia can be a bit outrageous and she's going to be the regular one the i straight can man. see back in the day that role being taken by someone like amanda seyfried yeah definitely well, it's funny or... you say that the director did mamma mia too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also did uh, the the best exotic Marigold Hotel film. So, again, sort of destination movies. That's oh, his yeah. sort of his shtick, clearly, old Parker. Nice. Yeah. Um, Billy Lord is, is playing the friend again. She's a bit like that, isn't she? She's maybe that a bit too much. Give her her own role, you know? Mm. No? Do you want to do that? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Maxine Boutier as G'day as the... The boyfriend or the the fiance in this situation, I thought it was pretty fun, pretty good. I didn't buy the chemistry between them. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I think about it recently, lots of films 
when it's built around the chemistry of the two leads. And if that doesn't, you can't buy into that. Sometimes the whole film falls apart. Did you, do you feel yeah. like that a little bit here? Maybe. I, I didn't, I, I wasn't taken by him on the boat. I didn't find him particularly magnetic. I didn't think they had good banter or good repartee between the two of them. Again, it was that thing where it's like, they're in love. Okay, don't ask any questions. They're in love. You're going to accept that they're in love. This is what we're saying for the story. Okay, all right. They're in love. I get it. Maybe a bit unfair being up against George and Julia who have, you know, insane amounts of chemistry and and charisma. Yes. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Lucas Bravo as well. This guy, French Army Hammer, listen, I can't escape him. He's in everything. Every time I turn the TV on, I see an ad for that Mrs. Harris goes to Paris thing. He's in that. looks good. I'm not getting into this with you right now. The <laughs> What else is he in? Emily in Paris. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Isn't that interesting? Anyway. Are the three things you've seen <laughs> Yes, they are the three things you've seen <laughs> <Okay>. Listen, <laughs> it just feels like he's around a bit more than he is, maybe. Well, he's, widen- he's riding the wave. No, I'm glad about that, you know? Yeah. Well, he's in a new movie coming up, a Brit- British-Italian romantic comedy. Another destination film. Got him. Mm. He was fine, wasn't he? He was good. He was was good. He was fine, yeah. Everyone was fine. It's a little bit like, though, he's clearly not the one she ends up with from the get-go. Yes. Yeah. Well, again, you don't watch this for the plot. You know, it predictably sort of follows the steps that you think it's going to take, and you're there to see the the two leads. It it was fun to see him because he's like the rival to George, basically, but he's quite, he's pleasant and he's sweet and kind. Mm -hmm. Like, he could easily be an asshole. And we could hate him, yeah. but actually kind of like him because he's just a sweetheart. But He's just a sweetheart. Yeah. But totally misguided. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I'm going to say something that's going to sound like a backhand to the rest of the cast, and it sort of is. Mm-hmm. Hold the plane. Why are you next to an airfield? I don't know. I didn't think I was. <laughs> I, you don't realise how good of an actor both George and Julia are until they're against someone else. (laughs) 
I feel like they are so effortless with each other. They have such strong chemistry. They're best friends in real life and that totally comes through. And then you have George's bar monologue where he's next to Mm -hmm. Billy Lord and you're like, ah, I completely see now. (laughs) Like I think because they make it seem so effortless and natural, they make it look easy, right? But then when they're against someone who's maybe not as strong of an actor, it's highlighted even more. And you're like, wow, this is like proper talent. And yeah. I, I wouldn't say that the other actors are bad. I don't think you were saying that either. But you're totally right. Um, there's something different about better movie star, isn't there? Yeah. I, I, ju- I didn't particularly like Billy Lord's choices that she made. I didn't like her line readings. I didn't think she was very present in the scene. Um, I don't know, didn't want to it. But the chemistry, incredible. Also, did you see they did that classic trick in the um, title cards and also on the poster where Julia's credited second but she's a little bit higher? Yeah. Things like that always make me laugh because I instantly think about their agents like negotiating who gets the higher like ledger and I'd have to, why. You have to wonder if, if George and Julia really care because they're – like equally the star of this film you'd think mm. but maybe it's agents and stuff maybe it's like if you do it once you have to do it the rest of your, your career so they've got maybe. to keep it up but, but yeah like you think they've done enough in their careers but they wouldn't care where their name is on a poster you know but you'd, you'd think that <laughs> but who knows maybe they, maybe they really do maybe they do worry um and maybe it's fun for them i don't know maybe they're doing it just to shits and giggles yeah. you know <laughs> Um, yeah, there's the, the question, that test that Roger Ebert had for movies where he mm-hmm. said, um, successful for movie, you have to wonder is if watching two hours of these actors just sitting around a table and chatting over dinner, mm-hmm. if that's more interesting than the film you get, the film has failed. Interesting. I don't think this, I don't think exactly fails that test. But looking at the, the credits of this film where they have the outtakes yes. where it's just George and Julia playing to the crowd, you're like, mm-hmm. maybe I just want to watch them be themselves and be charismatic and tell jokes. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's more interesting. Yeah. The film was good. Don't get me wrong. But he had him eating out of the palm of his hand, didn't he? And so did she. <sighs> They're just so magnetic as people. Like, I don't know why... For some reason growing up, I watched a lot of Julia Roberts movies, so I feel like a real connection with her. Pretty Woman, Notting Hill, Mm. um, Runaway Bride. Like these were on repeat when I was a child. And so I don't know, it's kind of like nostalgic in a way to see a film with her in it as as a lead and just, you know, like you said, like doing a rom-com. It's a nice sort of little... Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah, you know? <laughs> as well as she's moving into the mum roles as well. Yeah, after seeing her for so long, it's, and funny, you showed me Pretty Woman recently. Um, I'd never seen it before, and seeing these sort of next to each other uh, was interesting. Because, mm. uh, but she had it from the get go, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, would you recommend this film, today? I would. If you're a mum, and you want to go watch it with like a couple of girlfriends 
you know, yeah. on a Sunday afternoon with a glass of Prosecco. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I was the only guy. I think the only guy in the in the theatre. Definitely the only guy under like forty. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I don't mind. I don't mind either. We watch everything. Yeah. As we all know. But I think it's for a very particular type of person. But even in that realm, I think it's it's a very high quality uh, version of that sort of film, right? Of, of a mum movie. I don't know if it is. Like, well, I, where's there's... all this negativity coming from? The plot. <laughs> <laughs> the plot or lack thereof. Yeah. I, I think there is something to be said about, like, the exotic... To say exoticism about this film, about mm-hmm. going to this island place and how magical it is and how life changing it is for the white people. It's like, yes. yeah, that, that's actually someone's actual home, though, where they well, live. White Lotus season two starts very soon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you get more out of those kinds of things than you do for this film. <clears throat> yeah, that film, that White Lotus is engaging with that if not successfully, at least it's engaging. Yeah. This film doesn't do that. But it's it's a totally right. It's something you watch on a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. not thinking too much about it. You enjoy your time with George and Julia. That said, I, I still think it's good. Like all the, the repartee between them on the plane. Yes. George and everything. I just thought it was fun. It is fun. It's a fun movie. Okay. I agree. Rating time? Rating time. What are you going to go with? Please give me a itemised list of each star, each part star. 2.75. <laughs> okay. A full star for George, a full star for Julia. Okay. Mm-hmm. 0.25 of a star for Caitlin Diva. Mm-hmm. And then 0.5 of a star for The Vibe. Okay. That's good to <laughs> I asked for it, so I don't know why. I'm I don't know why you're making fun of me. You literally wanted me to do that. So, yeah. um, I would recommend after watching this, going back and watching some Caitlin Diva films and series because she is really amazing. Mm. Book smart, which we spoke about. Book smart, definitely. Short term twelve. It's a devastating <gasps> film, but very well done, isn't it? Forgot she was in that. And so many future stars were in that, all like up and coming stars. Mm. Pretty last she's justified your favorite show that's where i first saw her and she's like she's like 10 doing that or something and she's just nails it really yeah she's a star from then better. yeah yeah good stuff hold her own against anybody even raylan raylan givens did you write this like rank it i didn't rank it i'm gonna give it oh. four stars <laughs> jesus what's wrong what's wrong with, what, what are you worried about here <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Oh, you're unbelievable. <laughs> Although, maybe, I'm thinking about that Roger Ebert quote recently mm-hmm. where he spoke about, I'm going to butcher it, so I hope you know what I'm talking about so you can jump in and actually say it properly, um, that you should rank films not in relation to each other but in relation to other films within that genre, for example. Because no one's thinking that this film is as good as The Dark Knight, for example, right? Universally beloved film. Most people would give it four or five stars. But it's 
unfair to compare them because that's not the type of film that they are. Yeah, I think I think Roger also talked about judging a film on how well it, it achieves its goals. Yes. And yeah. if you judge this film as a, a rom-com about Jill and, George and Julia having a great time together, yeah, definitely. Mm. We got our money's worth, didn't we? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's interesting criticism and ranking films. And we've talked about recently as well over the past few years in terms of Oscar races where films get pitted against each other. So it's mm-hmm. not really the point of art to have a competition. But no. that's what happens sometimes. You're like, well, is La La Land better than Moonlight? Well, hard, hard to say. Films. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They're not playing at the same thing. It's comparing apples and oranges almost. Yeah, it's like, is he a better tennis player than a football player? Well, yeah, maybe, but he plays tennis, so that's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. You get me. Um, okay, should we wrap up then? Nothing else to say? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I recommend watching this. And if you haven't seen it at the cinema, it's probably coming to streaming very soon. And you'll definitely get amongst it there, because I think it's a good one to stream and enjoy. But watch properly. Don't just watch it on your phone in the background, you know? Is that an evergreen advice from you? Definitely. Show some respect to George and Julia. I feel like during their scenes, you'll want to be paying attention. During some of the other scenes. They draw in. You might be less interested. Yeah, we are on Twitter, aren't we, today? At least for the time being. Until we kicked off by by the new boss. We're at I Only Like You Pod. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this we're pre-recording a little bit so maybe by the time this comes out who knows what will have happened twitter might not exist no it'll just be podcast that's how we communicate to the world and then we'll have little coded messages in our podcast or something <laughs> uh, we've got a big big back catalogue um we've had some george films we've had some julia films probably have we she hasn't done a whole lot in the last couple of years let no. me see some more you know what? Probably not. She was doing that um, show, the Gaslit show, about... Oh, yeah. I don't know. They were both the Money Monster, our very first pot of all time. That's it. Go back right to the start. Probably Wait, terrible. what? What's Money Monster? Money Monster? How do you not know our first film ever that we recorded a podcast? our first podcast episode? Uh-huh. Right. Oh, I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> He's a TV host. He gets... There's like... Oh, that's right, the yeah. guy in, he comes in the studio. Hostage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I forgot she was in it, so. <laughs> that's how much I know. I'm a true fan, obviously. Yeah, definitely. Um, Alright, anyway, that's nice wrapping up. We'll, um, we had a good time here. Hope you had too. Hope you go see the film. Get in touch. Read the back catalogue. Anything else to know? That's all, I think. Alright, thank you. See you next time. Bye. 